I really can't think of anything more important than waking up to your true self. I mean, once you do that, every single thing in your life changes. It's like a whole new world opens up. I used to look at my life and think, there has got to be more. There is, and this is it. I'm Paige, and this is Spiritual Twenties. Buongiorno, buonasera. My name is Paige. God, I'm weird. And I'm so excited to be bringing you episode three of Spiritual Twenties. Today, we are talking about social media. Dun, dun, dun. I deleted my social media a few months ago, and God, does it feel good. I am not recording this episode to tell you why you should delete your social media. I am really telling you this story because I want it to be an example of how to live an authentic life and an aligned life and radically so. This might not be the case for you, but for me, living an authentic and aligned life has meant really going against the status quo and really taking the path less traveled. And honestly, sometimes that's been really hard. Sometimes I've had to make decisions that I knew that nobody would get, that I knew that would kind of alienate me maybe from some of the people that I cared about, and I did it anyways. And that's really what I want to empower you to do because, like I always say, there are no rules. You can do whatever you want, and what you should be doing is what is aligned and authentic to you. And that is what living a spiritual life means. That is what living a spiritual life allows you to do. When you're connected to your spirit and you make a commitment to live a life that is aligned with your spirit, and nothing would give me more pleasure than to help you realize that you can do this radically so, whatever it means for you. Living an authentic and aligned life might mean doing what a lot of other people are doing, and that's amazing. That's totally great. If that is aligned with you, that is absolutely what you should be doing. But the point of this episode is to empower you to make decisions that are radically you no matter what. So social media. I have to tell you my backstory with social media. I always felt like a bit of an outsider, and... Social media was pretty new when I was in high school, and I didn't like it. Blame it on being an old soul, but I just knew I did not like this thing from the start because I believe in getting to know people soul to soul. I like to look into somebody's eyes when I'm talking to them. I like to get to know somebody by having them tell me things about themselves that they feel the need to share that are real and true and deep and in a connection that people have between each other. Connecting deeply with people and with life is is probably number one priority for me. And so right away, even from, you know, MySpace days and AOL days, we were supposed to make a bio that was supposed to encapsulate us. And even from, you know, the time I was 12 and 13, I knew that there was no bio that I could make that was going to encapsulate me as a person. That just didn't feel right. I probably didn't have the words for it at the time, but I just didn't like it. I felt like if I couldn't get people to see 
people to be interested in me via my Facebook page or via my MySpace or via my Instagram today or Snapchat, whatever it is, I felt like if I couldn't get people to be interested in me based off of that, then I was not likable or I was a failure or I was not good enough or maybe not even that, but maybe just that there were people who were better. People who were better at that were better people. And again, I don't think at the time, even, you know, last year I had the language or the or the understanding that that's what it was. But now that I'm able to take a step back, I can see and I can admit, even though it still kind of pains me to admit, that that I was afraid of it. I didn't like it. Then just about a year ago, I left my career in the sports industry to pursue a career in the wellness industry. I got my training to be a life coach and I hired a business coach. And the number one thing that I was told to do is to build a social media presence. That was how I was going to get clients. That's how my business was going to grow. And again, these things aren't false. Of course, they're true. So I had to swallow my demons with social media. I had to get comfortable with something that I was uncomfortable with. Before, about a year ago, I would often delete the apps. Like I just wouldn't have them on my phone. And I would go periods without it and I wouldn't really be glued to them or checking them too much because I knew that when I did check them, something usually triggered me on it or, you know, I would post something and be disappointed in the amount of likes or be pleasantly surprised with the amount of likes and then, you know, that just poisoned me for the next thing that I post, whatever it was, you guys know the game. I didn't use Instagram or social media very often before a year ago. Then a year ago, I entered the wellness world. Okay, now my job is social media. So I had to really tackle my demons. And I eventually was able to come to a place where I felt good about social. So I would be posting every day. I would be going on live. I would be doing all of these things, engaging with people. I took Instagram courses. I learned all of the hacks of ways to grow your social media. And what I realized a few months ago is that my number one message is to wake up to your soul and spirit and to live a life that is aligned with that soul and spirit, a life that is authentically you. I had to admit that social media has never been my thing. And I realized that the only reason I was using it was because it's what everybody told me I needed to use in order to be successful in my career. And so I deleted it pretty much that day. I permanently deleted the accounts. And so again, I didn't delete it because I got so fed up with it because I realized I really didn't like it. I deleted it because I realized it wasn't aligned with my soul. I realized that for me, even though I was able to come to a place where I was okay with it and where I could feel good and where I wasn't going to you know, cry over the amount of likes I got where I wasn't going to associate my worth with how many likes I got or how many followers I had, even though I was in a good place with that mentally, I realized that being on Instagram for me personally was not aligned. It didn't feel good. I wouldn't feel good when I went to post something and I felt like it was forced. And then I realized that I was just doing it because Every teacher that I have, honestly, said that that's the way to build an online business. 
And so if I'm somebody who says that my message that I'm here to share with the world is how to wake up to your soul and spirit and live a life that is authentically, radically aligned with that spirit, I could not do something that I knew wasn't aligned for me. And honestly, of course I had doubts about it. Of course I was like, okay, well, especially in this age where people are quarantined and social distancing and things are closed and events are not happening, how am I ever going to start an online business, start a career as a spiritual teacher when I don't have a social media? I had doubts around that and I had doubts about the fact that, you know, I had spent a lot of money and I had invested so much time in learning how to use these applications and learning how to use these tools. And, you know, now that was all going to quote unquote waste. Of course I had these doubts, but what was stronger than the doubts was my commitment to live a life that is authentic and that is aligned with my soul and spirit. And honestly, I can report that once I deleted my social media, I have never in my life felt more free. I felt like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying this to encourage you to delete your social media. I do think that it is important to engage with social media consciously, which we will definitely have an episode on. But I'm not telling you to delete your social media because you're going to feel more free. I'm telling you that even though it went against every single thing I've ever been taught and it went against the thousands of dollars that I've invested in learning how to grow a business and how to use Instagram and how to use Facebook and all of these things, this decision went against all of that. But I did it anyways because when I checked in with my soul and spirit, I realized that this was not aligned. It did not make me feel good. It did not elevate my spirit. It did not raise my vibration. It lowered it. Living a spiritual life means aligning everything you do with your spirit. That means you're going to have to make decisions that are going to be in the opposite direction of what you've been told. You're going to have to make decisions that are in the opposite direction of what your mind tells you you should do. You're going to have to make decisions that are in the opposite direction of what people around you tell you you should do. But you have every right to make those decisions. And once you do, everything falls into place. Once you do, choose to walk a life that is in alignment. That's when you step into the flow. And that's when life becomes easier. You know, I talk about there's a better way to live. The way that I lived before was so controlling and it was so it was so controlled and it was stressful and I felt like I needed to manage every single aspect of my life and now I don't now I know that I'm just I'm here living in the flow and of course that means having to make decisions like the decision to delete my social but those decisions arise naturally I don't have to go out of my way and it doesn't feel like I'm swimming upstream living an authentic life means that you have to ask of yourself every single day, multiple times a day if you can, what would I do if there were no rules? Because there are no rules. To me, having a social media and being on it every single day was a rule. And I've been on this journey for a while, and it wasn't until a few months ago that I realized this, 
So it's a lifelong journey. You're always going to be discovering new things. I didn't even realize that I was doing this, that I took this rule that other people gave me and took it in as my own. Most of the time, you don't realize you're doing it. So that's why these practices of awareness and presence are so important. And you can take some time today or tonight or whenever to just look at your life and say, if there were no rules, because there aren't, what would I do? And so when I asked myself that question, at this time in my life, posting on Instagram was not one of those things. So I deleted it because I choose to live in radical alignment with my soul and spirit. And because I chose to do that, a whole new world of possibilities opens up. Once you get rid of the rules that everybody else has given you, then you get to make your own rules. Then you get to become the creator that you were born to be. Even if you're one of those people, it's like, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Yes, you do. You are not here to be a consumer. You are here to be a creator. It doesn't make any sense for you to come here and just take on everybody else's rules and live a life that somebody else gave you when you were created to be unique. So we have to ask ourselves, if there were no rules, if everything was nothing, if I had unlimited resources, if I didn't care about anybody's opinion, what would I do? And see how aligned that is with what you're actually doing. And you can take action on this today. If you're like, you know what, I would probably sing more. Walk around your apartment singing, walk around your house singing. This is something you can take action on right now, and actually I implore you to. So much of our lives are spent in the one day, in the someday, in the when this, when that happens, then I will. No, the only time is right now. Start now. Ask yourself these questions. What is actually in alignment with my spirit? And the way to know that is to be able to, again, separate yourself from the mind, separate yourself from the body, separate yourself from the external world, from all of the noise that you're taking in, from all of the opinions of everybody else, from all of the quote-unquote rules that you were told that you have to follow. Take all of those things and put them to the side, throw them out the window and say, all right, if I had all of my needs met, what would I do? If I had all of the resources in the world, what would I do? So if what you come up with today feels like something that is so far off of what you have, first, I want you to take a deep breath because that's totally normal. And what I want you to do is focus on the person in that dream for yourself. So the person that is living your soul's purpose, the person that is living your best life, your highest self, who is he or she? And what would they be doing? How would they be? So a lot of times this happens for me where, where sometimes there's not much action that you can take right in this moment, but what I can do is I can remember that my highest self is a free and wild and fun and loving person. And so when I feel disconnected, when I feel like there's action that I want to take that I can't take right now, the action that you can always, always, always take is taking on the energy of your highest self, taking on the energy of the person that lives aligned with your spirit. Your spirit is light. Your spirit is love. Your spirit is abundant. Your spirit is prosperous. So you can always, always tune into those energies. And there are amazing meditations out there for that. You can Google or go to Spotify or Apple and search 10-minute 
prosperity meditation, 10-minute loving meditation, 10-minute joy meditation, whatever that feeling is that you're like, you know, I can't take this action right now. Maybe you're, you're at work and you can't start to write a book right now. What you can do is you can take on the energy of your highest self. You can always do that. And beyond that, not it's not only that you should and that you can, but actually you have to. You have to become your highest self in order to be able to live your highest self's purpose, in order to be able to make the decisions like deleting social or like going left when everybody else is going right. You have to be able to step into that person and you can step into that person right now. You always have the right to reinvent yourself and you always have the right to show up as a person who is loving, who is positive, who has energy, who is whatever your spirit is. However you would describe yourself, you always, always, always have the right to step up and show up as that person. Living an authentic and aligned life sometimes means making challenging decisions, sometimes means making a decision that you're going to face doubts about, making a decision that you're going to face backlash about. But what it always means is you are making a decision to play a game that you can win. When you make this decision to step in alignment, to live in the flow, the flow of the universe will carry you. And so this doesn't mean that there aren't any challenges, but what it means is that you know that there is always another way because there's always your way. So I am very well aware that most people tell me that if I want to be a spiritual teacher, I need to have a social media presence. If I want to sell my books, I need to have a social media presence. I hear them, but I also know that there is another way because there's my way. We're not here to live a life based on the blueprint that already exists. We're not here to fall into the status quo as it already exists. Sometimes we do, and sometimes that's great, but not when it goes against what's in alignment with our soul. If what everybody else is doing doesn't feel right to you, it could be because you're here to show that there's another way. In my family, we have a saying, go against the herds. So when we travel, we travel as a big group. There's like 15 to 20 of us at all times when we go on trips. And my uncle especially is known for always finding another way. So if any of you have ever been on a cruise, you know that Getting off the cruise for the port during the day is like an actual nightmare. People just get shepherded into a hallway and then just stand there in this gigantic pack and wait to be herded off of the ship. And the last time we were on a cruise, I remember walking past the herd of people waiting to get off of the ship and I just smiled. I was going to meet the group. We were going to get off and do our activities for the day and I just smiled as I walked past them because I knew that we were going to have another way to go off the ship. I knew that we wouldn't go with the herds. The decision to delete my social media was a challenging one and once I made it, I felt so free. I felt so light. There is not one ounce of me that thinks I made the wrong decision. I haven't regretted it for one moment since. And you know what's so strange about it? I'm sure we'll talk about this when we do the episode on conscious social media. But what's so interesting is that I literally don't even think about it until somebody brings it up, until somebody's like, look up this person or whatever. And then I realize, oh, wait, I don't have it. It doesn't even occur to me, which is so strange because you would think that just like any habit, you know, or you think about a relationship, if you're in a relationship and you're talking to somebody all day, 
you kind of go through a bit of a withdrawal period where you feel like, dang, I want to send this to them or dang, I want to talk to them. I thought that I would have that with social where I went from using it literally every single day to not using it at all. And it just speaks to how some of the things that we do are so against our true nature and we don't even think about it. The fact that my body went perfectly right back into a life without social media after years of using it and months of using it every single day, the fact that I didn't even experience any withdrawals shows how how unnatural some of the things that we do are. And so I really just want to invite you to, to think about your life and again, practice awareness. It doesn't have to be that you sit down for two hours tonight and investigate your life. It can just be as you go through your day, check in. Does this feel good? Again, I say aligned with your spirit and I get that for some of you that might be a little lofty. Maybe you're like, what is she talking about aligned with my spirit? Really the way to answer that is to say, does this feel good? Not to my brain, not because intellectually I think this is the right thing to do, not because my mom told me to do it. If I put all of that aside, does this feel good? And you can ask that about every single thing in your life, just as you're going through your day. When you go to make a decision about what to eat, hello, this is a huge one. Does this really feel good? My brain is telling me that this is what I want, or maybe some part of my body is telling me that this is what I want, but does this feel good? Does this feel like it's going to elevate my spirit? And again, part of the reason why I told you my social media story is to tell you that sometimes sometimes aligning with your spirit can be a real bitch. Sometimes you don't want to do it. Sometimes you're going to sense resistance. And in those moments, you ask yourself, am I feeling resistance because I'm afraid of going against the grain or because it's not right? When you feel in your heart and soul that you should do something and you face resistance doing it, it's probably because your mind is scared of entering an unknown territory. If your mind has always gone right with everybody else and now your heart is telling you to go left, your mind is going to say, skirt, what are you doing? And it's going to create stress and it's going to create resistance and you will feel that. And so then again, you practice awareness. What is this resistance? Why is this here? Is it because I'm going against the grain and my mind is scared? Answer is probably yes, if the case is how I've described it. And in which case you say, hey, mind, we're all good here. I know that this is scary, but I'm going to do it anyways because I choose to live a life that is authentic and that is aligned and that is me and that is radically me, that's free. If this sounds like a big undertaking, I really want to remind you and emphasize that it's not. It does not have to be. All it is is going through your life just the way you would with the ability to check in, with the ability to say, hey, how does this feel? Does this feel good? Does this feel like what my heart and soul want to do? Or am I just doing this because I think that's what I'm supposed to do? Or am I just doing this because it's what everybody else is doing? Or am I just doing this because people told me I have to do this? I think that if you want to live your soul's purpose, I think that if you want to live your life, to the absolute best of your ability, then you have to live your life by your own rules, which is going to be scary. But it's also going to be the 
best thing you've ever done. And I'm speaking from experience. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, and I am so grateful to play even the smallest role in your journey to living a more authentic, more aligned, more wild and free life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.